The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's pretty amazing to me. you got two governors, two of the most high-profile governors in the entire uh, country, Cuomo in New York and Gavin Newsom in California, that both looked like they're on the verge of getting booted out of their offices for a while. For very, very good reasons, both of them. And they both have come back somewhat. So, And or America's just moved on. I don't know, but they're both rotten. They're both deserving of getting booted out of office. And uh, recently announced, uh, one of the fellows going for Gavin Newsom's office is Larry Elder, the sage from South Central, longtime nationally syndicated radio host, newspaper columnist, uh, author, award-winning documentary filmmaker. Sheesh, when does he sleep? Uh, Larry Elder joins us now. Larry, how are you, sir? Gentlemen, thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it. So California is going to actually have a recall election, and what's the date of that now? Do we know that? Uh, yeah, it's, it's September 14, although the absentee ballots go out in about uh, 30 days or so. And as you guys know, 2.2 million people signed this petition. Many of them were Democrats, independents who voted for this guy two years ago and have now changed their mind. They've seen the crime. They've seen the rising homelessness. They've seen the rising cost of living. They've seen that the fact that Californians have a net migration out of the state for the first time in history, while this guy's munching away at the French laundry, violating the very mandates uh, that the medical professionals he's sitting with wrote. He has his own kids remaining in in-person private school, shutting down education for a whole year. Meanwhile, California public schools have produced a system where 75% of black kids in this state cannot read at state levels of proficiency. 50% of all kids cannot, and they lost a whole year of education. It is absolutely outrageous what's going on. One of the many things I'm going to be championing, gentlemen, is school choice. The money ought to follow the child rather than the other way around. Amen to that. Uh, and, and speaking of school choice, the teachers' unions are going to come with their brick bats and hatchets at you and anybody who, who dares to uh, try to toss uh, Gavin out of office. What would you say to the, uh, the parents of uh, California school kids about the teachers' unions and what they've been doing lately? Well, you ask yourself, why is it that if you are a public school teacher uh, in Los Angeles, for example, you are twice as likely to have your own school-age kid in private school than households that do not have a public school? 
uh, public school teacher. Uh, it, they know the system the best, and they don't want their own kids in it. In Philadelphia, 44% of public school teachers who have school-age kids have their own kids in private schools, as opposed to 10% of families nationwide and 6% of black families nationwide. This is if you had a restaurant and you hung a sign and said, come on in, just don't eat the food. <laughs> that is an amazing stat right there. And I'm, I, I had my kid... Uh, in a public school in California, I wasn't crazy about the curriculum, and that was pre-critical race theory being shoved into the schools. But then I had to move into a private school because they weren't having school with the COVID. Um, I know you got uh, some some big thoughts on the critical race theory that they're putting into the public schools. What, what you're a black guy? How come you don't want racism taught in the schools? Uh, because of SEC requirements, I really can't tell you how I feel about critical race theory. So I'll try <laughs> You know, the number one problem facing the black community uh, is not the need for reparations, not the need for self-esteem, not the need for critical race theory. It's the absence of fathers in the home. Seventy percent of black kids enter the world without a father married to the mother. In 1965, that number was 25 percent. You want to tell me America is more racist now than it was in 1965? What we've done with the welfare war on poverty uh, is to incentivize women to marry the government and to incentivize men to abandon their financial and moral responsibility. And guys, forget about elder because I'm a right-wing kook. Uh, How about Barack Obama? Barack Obama once said in one of his rare moments of candor, a kid raised without a father is five times more likely to be poor and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of school, 20 times more likely to end up in jail, 20 times more likely to end up in jail. Now, which caused the out-of-wedlock birth rate in the black community to go from 65, 25% in 1965 to 70% now? It's the welfare state that the left doesn't even want to talk about because they have to look in the mirror and say to myself, oh, my goodness, what have I done? And they cannot have that conversation. Interesting to have you talk about it today. You know, Bill Clinton uh, uh, tied working to government money back in 1996. We did away with that in this biggest package we passed a couple of months ago, and the checks are landing in people's bank accounts today where you get several hundred dollars per kid per month, whether you're working or not. Right. You remember uh, one of Bill Clinton's big things was he was going to reform welfare, quote, as we know it. He didn't do a damn thing until he was scared about uh, losing re-election. Uh, and, his, uh, and Dick Morris told him, unless you sign this bill that you twice vetoed, you're probably not going to get uh, re-elected. So he signed it. Remember, nearly half of the Congressional Black Caucus was angry. Hillary was so mad. Uh, that she stopped even talking to one of her best friends, uh, Marion Wright Elliman, who's the head of the Children's Defense Fund. But what happened? Welfare rolls declined more than 50%. A whole bunch of able-bodied people, able-bodied people got off the couch and went into the job market after, for the first time, we had time limits on welfare, and we had what we call caps on additional children. You could no longer have additional children and get additional money. They were called family caps. And all of a sudden, the same people that were watching television, watching Oprah, got off their butts and went out and got jobs. And now we're reversing that philosophy. What's going on here? We're incentivizing people not to work. It's one of the reasons why only half of all the jobs have been recovered in California, whereas two-thirds have been recovered outside of California, because Gavin Newsom has been basically paying people not to work. There was a study done by economists at Bank of America. I don't think these were Trumpers. And they said anybody making around $32,000 or less is better off not working right now, at least until September when the uh, benefits are supposed to expire. This is what's going on. This is why people cannot find workers, even though uh, we now are allowed the economy to open up again. 
And these Larry Elder. Never and, and Gavin Newsom uh, and some of these people have never even run a lemonade stand. I talk a lot, right. a lot about the mayor of, of L.A., Eric Garcetti. He jacked up the minimum wage after a bunch of people he invited in, brought their profit and loss statements, and told him how thin their margins were. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. He listened to all of them, got up, buttoned his coat, and said, I believe you can absorb the cost. These guys are working 60, 80 hours a week, and, Gavin, and, and Eric Garcetti has never even run a lemonade stand telling business people, I, I can artificially jack up the cost of your doing business, and you can handle it, and I'm going out and going, going to have lunch. It's offensive, and I think a lot of Native Californians have had it with the crime, with the homelessness, uh, with the rising cost of living. The average price of a home in California costs 150% more than a home outside of California, and the average price of a home in California is 50% more because of the environmental wacky, wackies that are jacking up the price of housing. That's why young families are leaving for the first time uh, in our state's history, and I think I'm the guy to reverse all of that. And I want people to go to electelder.com, electelder.com, throw something in the tip jar, let's get this guy out of here. Larry Elder running for the governorship of California. I think your great challenge, Larry, is going to be getting the attention of the lazy, not-paying-attention electorate. But uh, we wish you well. Good to talk to you, Larry Elder. Thanks. Man, thanks. And thank you. Some of those statistics, which, you know, if you listen to this show and others like us, uh, you've heard before, but, um, you know, intact families, all that, all that cultural stuff, that stuff's hard to fix. It's complicated. It's a lot easier to just cry racism. Yeah, yeah. Although there are specific incentives and disincentives that the government has created, as Larry was referring to, that have caused uh, a lot of the the decay of the black family in America, the you know the dissolution of the black family. Uh, one quick uh, behind the curtains note: um, there is some concern in some quarters about having Larry on because he's our quote unquote competitor in a handful. He's of a radio sort of. talk show host on other stations, Joe. Yeah, I know. Uh, the way we've always looked at it, uh, we we never think about competitors, per se. He's a really interesting guy, and I agree with him a lot, and, and Jack agrees with him a lot. So you like his show better than ours, is what you're saying. And uh, we've always believed if we're interesting and entertaining, uh, we'll win, and if we're not, we'll lose. It's as simple as that. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. Uh, so anyway, he's a good guy, and I hope, I hope he gets over. I've uh, long enjoyed his newspaper column. So anyway. I think the chance that uh, the uh, Gavin Newsom is recalled is relatively low. Un- I've given up on the electorate of California, as I've made clear. <laughs> we yeah. had an early dinner. People don't people don't vote on issues anymore. It's just it's just a team sport, man. It's Tribalism. just a team sport. Yeah, and uh, and you go with your team. And what was that court ruling the other day that uh, Gavin Newsom's not allowed to put a D next to his name? Did I didn't follow that. No, yeah, he's not allowed to put a D next to his name. So. But, but you know, oh, because it's a nonpartisan special election, I think. Okay, so or he doesn't. He, I don't know. That's a guess. He doesn't. Oh, he missed the deadline. Our executive producer Hanson says so. He just flat out missed the deadline, so he couldn't put a D next to his name. Well, he was at an early dinner. Uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. Is the electorate so stupid that they won't know he's the Democratic uh, choice? Uh, if uh, on the recall thing, and wait a minute now, you've given me hope. They might not even recognize his name. They have no idea who the governor is, but the union goons do, and they'll turn out all their people. Armstrong and Getty. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. 
We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.